Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, ladmen, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And hi, I am your co-host Robbie. How's Jam- it going, Robbie? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. It, uh, it, it, it's E3, or it's, it was E3. Yeah. It was Kinda. E3, which is, you know, mixed feelings about E3 this year. Yeah. It was good, you know, in the perspective of, uh, from the perspective of, you know, we announced some cool games. We did, we did. We, we had announced, that cool direct. We had a cool, uh, yeah, presentation this year, which uh, seemed to go down very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So from yeah. that side of things, you know, thumbs up. It was yeah. great. You know, yeah. everyone loved the games. Uh, you know, the trailers have been viewed. From a purely business times. perspective, it went splendidly for it us. It did. It did, yes. But... From the elephant how in, much I elephant miss in the room, mammals. Yeah, yeah. Not being together uh, sucked. Yeah, and specifically not you know running around in the parking lot. Yeah, opposite the convention center, being silly. Yeah, um, was a real big because because the, the thing is, weirdly for me yeah. this year, it. It felt more like E3 this year. It was just organized in such a way, I think, that it just... You mean as opposed to last year? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was an event, you know, there were dates, everything yeah. was happening at the same time. We were working yeah. towards, uh, you know, dates, and it felt like, for all intents and purposes, it, it felt like almost like a normal E3 in that sense, but then but just with no actual physical event. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully we hopefully we go back next year. I think so. And everybody's there, and yeah, we hopefully. can all have a good time. Well, apparently... Um, are we allowed to say such things? I have no idea. I will find out... After we finish recording, and if I need to cut it, I will. Don't cut it. Just bleep it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. That's the word. Mm. That's, that's the word. That's the word. Have you... Have have there been any highlights from uh, E3 for you this year? Um, I, I, uh, I haven't... Uh, See, like, I don't normally watch the pressers and stuff like that anyway. Like, mm. I just hang out yeah, a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just there to, to work the show, you know? Um, yeah. But I got to say, like, you know, there were definitely, like, during our thing, like, a lot of our trailers really got me excited about the games. I, I uh, agree. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Like, I was shrieking when Inscription came on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, we can finally talk about that now, can't we? We can finally talk oh my about God. Inscription. Oh God, why didn't we do this episode about Inscription? Oh, my God. We I mean, we idiots. can. We were, you mean, who, oh, my God, it's so good. We can't. Cause no, we can't, we can't really talk about it. We can it. definitely talk about, well, we should probably touch about, on each yeah. of the games just to, just to, 
just to you know because this is the devolver podcast and people wow. people might be tuning in thinking that we're gonna get an e3 <laughs> breakdown <laughs> uh sorry listeners <laughs> yeah, turn off we, now yeah. because we're not we gonna should. talk about e3 much more than this but yeah inscription holy shit mm. so this mm. is a game that i think we had both alluded to playing mm-hmm. on previous episodes but obviously mm-hmm. couldn't say anything about it mm-hmm. uh now we can mm-hmm. uh i i played 13 hours before we signed it i don't know about you <laughs> how many hours have you put in uh i played so just like you it took me 13 hours to get to the point that it got you to get to yeah um and then i played through the rest of the demo uh I want to say it was in a single night or two, but I mean, it was, it was a long, yeah, it was a long night. So I don't know what my total hours ended up being, but I I played through, um, everything that the demo had to offer and it was so, so good. And I, I can't wait for the rest of it. I can't wait for, for Mr. Meatless to get to share it with the world. Oh Um, yes, of course. He's gonna fucking love that game uh, so yeah i mean it's it's good it's it's to the tone is fucking excellent the mm-hmm. the gameplay is fucking excellent the the meta is fucking excellent it's just it's the, so the, fucking good the art and the animation as well i think oh. it's just it just it's just so it's so oppressive and mm and spooky and kind of horrible but at the same time it it, but it looks so good at the same time it's like yeah it's it's really masterful it really is um touches yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one so keep an eye out for that listeners um Uh, another one that is very easy on the eye. They're all easy on the eye, to be they're, fair, they're aren't they? They're all pretty easy on the eyes. But I think the Trek to Yomi trailer has <sighs> caught people's attention. Yeah. With good reason. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever really put anything out like that before. No. Oh, Trek to Yomi. Yeah. That kind How of... How do you mean? The Like, the, the gameplay trailer. Yeah. It's very different. In what way is it different? Well, it's very cinematic. I mean, it's it's oh, okay. al- almost directly, you know, referencing, uh, you know, Japanese cinema, yeah, which is something different for us because, I mean, obviously the game, the, it was all gameplay trailer. It was all yeah. gameplay in the trailer, yeah. but it was, yeah, it was, you know, kind of captured and edited in a, in such a way that, um, you know, made it look far more cinematic than we tend to go with gameplay trailers or uh, various other trailers but that's just like that's what the game looks like yeah. <laughs> so no, it's I mean, like it's, it's a pretty style. incredible thing yeah uh, really really cool and uh wizard with a gun wizard with a gun now that's gone down very well that song's so good people are very very excited about that um, yeah as well they good, should be which is good yeah because it's an excellent game um it is and it looks amazing as well. Mm-hmm. That is, mm-hmm. Yeah, another one that has an incredible art style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty. 
And what else did we have? There were so many. <laughs> well, I'm going to save the one that I was about to say because I think it will sort of uh, lead a little bit into what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Um, but we also announced Demon Throttle. <laughs> so wait, did they change the line or is it just changed for the trailer? Which line? That demon kissed my wife. Because <laughs> that's not what it used to be. What was it before? That demon fucked my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they changed it for the... I don't know. I didn't actually have a hand in that trailer, so I don't know uh, that they... I didn't know that they changed it. If they changed uh, it. I mean, I guess oh, they I mean, did. Yeah, I mean, that's the line. Maybe that was the line in but the game. But then why was... would they? Because they're swearing all through the rest of the... Oh, it's Nintendo. Oh. It's a Nintendo Switch trailer. Oh. That demon fucked Hello? my wife. Hello. Oh, I think I've lost you. It says my network connection is oh. unstable. Thank you, Comcast. Something has gone. Oh. Yeah, my network connection is unstable. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. We're back in the uh, room. Um, but yes, it's a Switch game. That'll be that's why. what the deal is. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah spoilers well, <laughs> bleep it bleep I'll it bleep Robbie it. all of this is getting bleeped I'm all, just this, gonna, all this is getting fucking this whole bleeped. thing is bleeped the first 10 minutes of the podcast is just uh, is just bleeping yeah. um, but uh, we announced one more game as well yeah which I think some people were a bit curious because obviously our presentation is very tongue in cheek and Mm -hmm. uh you know has a lot of fun with um made up concepts um i think some people were curious as to whether or not this was a joke as well but i can confirm that devolver tumble time is a real game it exists it is and it, it and does. it is actually coming on your phone it is very soon it's not even a joke not even a joke it's not um but the trailer for that was also very different from trailers that we've made in the past. It was very Nickelodeon. It was very Nickelodeon. It was super... It was basically, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. But it it re I mean, it reminds me like a one-to-one -one recreation of a log commercial. Oh, yeah. Ben Stimpy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is, is a pretty direct <laughs> com yeah. uh, uh, comparison. Hey, kid, do you love video games? I'm a grown man. What, what are you doing in my bathroom? Do you love video games? Yes, I play them quite a bit. Do you want to pay for video games? Not at all, no. What if you could play a game for free, but then later we charge you for cool stuff and make you watch ads for minimal benefit to you, the consumer? Well, that doesn't sound as great. Tumble time, tumble time. Pick up your phone, it's tumble time. Ignore loved ones. <laughs> Prioritize your life. Let it consume your very being. Turn real money into pretend money and spend it. Collect your favorite characters that you've never even heard of. Pick up your phone, it's tumble time. But there was a very familiar voice on that trailer, JM. 
Yeah? Yeah. It sounded a bit like... It was uh, me, Robbie. Was it you? It was oh. me. I was the announcer and the guy on the pooper. <laughs> you were. <laughs> it was me. You were. And I hadn't watched that trailer until we aired the presentation on Saturday night. So not only was I laughing my head off because uh, just I had, I had no idea what to expect. Um, and, I, and I hadn't heard the jingle. Um, mm-hmm. Jay Tholen. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, just uh, your voice doing the voiceover on it. I recognised it straight away, obviously. But um, oh man, it was so funny, and it was okay. so spot on as well. It was so spot on. Ah, thanks, Robbie. <laughs> that means a lot. Yeah, it was great. It was so good to yeah. have and like to sit there and be like, "That's JM on that trailer," and it's <laughs> a fucking really funny trailer. So that was great. Um, nice. Yeah, so you got to, you know, have your presence felt in the E3 mm-hmm. press event, even though we weren't at the show, yep. which I thought was cool. Yeah, I got to be, I get to do, I get, I've I've been in trailers for the last couple E3s. Yeah. So that's been good. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we can count uh, Tumble Time as, a, as oh, yeah. a career highlight, definitely. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'm cool. I'm I'm saying it. You can't be objective about this, but I can. No, I no, I can. I can. It's uh <laughs> no, it's a free to play. It's a free to play game with microtransactions. That can't be my that can't be my highlight. Yeah, it's great. It's the no. best whatever. It's the <laughs> it's, best. No, no. <laughs> oh, man. The best I was my friend Pedro. Oh, of course. That's my best. That's my That's best of all trailers so far. So, uh, what other trailers have you done? You did Blightbound. You did. Oh yeah, I did Blightbound. All the Blightbound ones. All the Blightbound ones. All the Blightbound ones. It was like my friend 30. Pedro. My friend Pedro. Um. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I I feel like I should have written this down in advance because this is what we were <laughs> going to talk about. But I like <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because now I'm embarrassed because now I'm shy. Oh well, we could talk about um, other. No, I do, voices. but I'm just. Oh <laughs> no, no. We can talk about you. I did the Tumble Time trailer, and I was thinking could talk about voice acting because we've never talked about voice acting. There we it's go. Something that I care talking. about a lot, and it's something that I do, and I really, yes. really like it. But now that we're here talking about it, I'm getting shy and embarrassed about it because it's so close to my heart. Oh, I see. That's what's going on. Right. Well, that's understandable, but I don't think you uh, should feel embarrassed about it because it's a. Uh cool thing um, it is that it is. Uh, that you do and you contribute to devolver uh, in many mm-hmm. different ways because obviously you do uh streams and things as well you voice characters mm. in games mm-hmm. but we certainly don't yeah. have to sit here and just like analyze every single one of your performances <laughs> no, no 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 i'm not i'm not i'm not shy or embarrassed in that way it's just <laughs> it's just you know it's it's uh it's just vulnerable i don't know why Oh, well, that's fair I, enough. I really I mean, love it and care it's about your, it. It's your craft, isn't it? You know? Yeah. It's, Vocation. Uh, yeah. It's one of the... 
it's 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 one of the the bigger ways i suppose that you've kind of you know put your print on video games so and this is a video game podcast and we're a video game yeah. company so it's like yeah. a, it's a big deal i got to but be the dragon in uh, crossing souls oh yes that was great i did their kickstarter trailer for them forever mm-hmm. ago and then they invited me to be the dragon and i was like what <laughs> i ran it we were at e3 when they when they offered that and i i rollerbladed around the parking lot in joy before i, I said yes uh, yeah uh you've yeah, had cameos in some games as well shadow warrior 2 i'm i'm all up in you're shadow all warrior over 2. shadow warrior 2 i'm the, i'm both of the merchant characters mm-hmm um, and various other NPCs. Randoms. Yeah, yeah. randoms. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So, how did you, like, well, no, I, I don't want to start with how did you get into voice acting, because, like, we don't want to, I don't want this to just become, like, a, a completely biographical. Uh, oh, I mean. Mm. Oh, no, fuck it. All right, then. So, how did you get into <laughs> voice acting, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did it on purpose. Uh, I've always been an actor uh, ever since I was young. And so I did stage for years and years. Mm-hmm. And in college, I did a bunch of student and independent films. Uh, and after college, I was still doing some acting. But like finding time, like, you know, I was working as a waiter. Because uh, aren't yeah. all actors? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because, yeah. Um. But, you know, so I had to work to pay my bills and plays take up a lot of time and they don't pay very well. And they they don't even feed you when you're there. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas if you're on a film set, they feed you every day. (laughs) And I I just I I, it's a that's a huge difference. I don't know. That was a big deal to me. It's like at least these guys got snacks here for me (laughs) Um, because plays are a lot of work. And then you finish a play and you don't have anything to show for it. Uh, and that's a that's kind of a pessimistic, uh, mercenary way to do it to talk about it. I mean, I love performance and I love doing live theater. I love having an audience, but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a big time commitment and it can be hard to like manage. Um, mm. So film was easier. Like it, film was kind of a thing where if you can get something, you know, doing a student film or an indie film or whatever, like it's going to be a huge chunk of time. But they're going to feed you there while you're there, even if it's bad. And, uh, and you have something to show for it. And, but that's just hard to get and hard to like, it's, it's erratic. Mm. And so I was like, how do I act? How do I do acting? Cause I need to do acting. Um, like it's just a need that I have, uh, to change people. And, uh, and so I decided I was going to try to do voice acting. Uh, I had watched like the Invader Zim and the Futurama director's commentary, like cast commentaries. Yeah. And I was like, these people sound really cool. This is an amazing thing. I, I want to do this. I've always done voices my whole life. Most of my roles in plays and film have always been based on me being able to do a voice. Yeah. Uh, or me coming to the table and then being like, we're looking for this and I could do it. Um, and I, I made the decision that I was going to try to, to, you know, for five years, I was going to commit to voice acting and I was going to really try to learn how to be a voice actor and build my own booth set up at home and stuff like that. And I did. 
and I signed up for some website where, you know, you can audition, you know, I think it was yeah. voice one, two, three was what it was. I never got a gig through that. Um, but I made myself do auditions and I just yeah. made myself do it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I actually got my first voice gig. Uh, I did my very first show for Devolver at, uh, South by Southwest and on the, we were showing Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami 2? Uh, is it either one or two? <laughs> yeah, I think it was I, I think it was actually one at that South by Southwest. Uh yeah, it was just Hotline Miami one. And uh uh what's that Vlambeer game? Um uh, Lift Rousers. Lift Rousers, yeah. And Dungeon Hearts were the three games that we had there. And uh, it was really small. It's, I mean, I, I think I've talked about it before. Like, it was such a great show. It was just a really small South by Southwest. I got to, like, do Carnival Barker-style stuff where I'm just yelling at passerby, like, you know, get in touch with your inner sociopath. Play Hotline Miami. Um, <laughs> and on the last day, I dressed up like a German, like, fighter pilot. Not like a – I did not do, like, a World War – it was more like World War One. Uh, but like leather jacket, scarf, goggles on my head. And I was walking around and I was speaking in a German accent and I was telling people <laughs> that they should play Luftrausers. And it's a really cool game because the entire game has just one soundtrack, you know. And um, depending on which parts of your ship, your your, your Luftrauser, your Rauser, uh, depending on which weapons and body type and engine you select, you get different tracks from the same music track. So it's always the same song, but how you hear it depends on your ship. So it's super cool. I love that. And um, I was doing this and shouting at people going by. And this guy stops and he's like, hey, uh, this is great. Your German accent's really good. Uh, I do voices for this one place, um, you know, uh, King's Isle. And uh, I think he'd be good. So he, like, got my email address and he went and he genuinely wrote me, like, an email of introduction to them. Wow. Uh, Almost simultaneously, I, uh, Mike Wilson talked me into getting an agent, so I signed with Collier Talent Agency. And between those two things, because Collier works with King's Isle, I went in uh, and did, had an audition at King's Isle. And that would have been my very first gig, except then I got past the Shadow Warrior uh, Viscera cleanup detail, which is technically my first voice yes. acting gig. <laughs> Amazing. What a gig. <laughs> what a gig uh what a gig <laughs> amazing yeah. so uh, like do you have any specific inspirations in the world of voice acting like i can people? think of yeah i because i can, i always think of people like billy west and mm. tom kenny and yeah uh, uh yeah. mark hamill Mm -hmm. um, those are mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so those are those are yeah. the big ones yeah they are the big ones to be fair aren't they uh i'm not really naming anyone that most people probably haven't already heard of particularly if you're into video games i would die if billy west did a, a one of those master class things because when i hear him and maybe i should do more research seeing if he's done something but like when you hear him talk about like the chambers of the throat and like the different sounds you make yeah i'm like man that is so uh, yeah. like i want to learn that shit it's mad isn't it how some voice actors just completely transform their voice for you know hundreds of different characters mm -hmm. um 
I mean, you just think about like Mel Blanc is the obvious example there. Or, like, yeah, just the legend, cap- right? Capable of just creating so many different sounds. But then you've got people who have like had a, a, a long and storied career in the world of voice acting, and they, like, and they and there's just one voice, like Peter Cullen, <laughs> who I love, obviously. He's Optimus Prime. But oh it's like, yeah, yeah. But he's like you you always know you you spot peter cullen's voice in any cartoon that you're watching because you yeah. just go that guy sounds like optimus prime oh it is optimus yeah. prime because <laughs> yeah. it's the only voice he does which yeah. is fine but then you've got on the other side of transformers peter cullen was optimus prime and then frank welker was frank Megatron. welker and this complete was he opposite, Megatron? right? Yeah, he does. Frank, Frank Welker's Welker so goddamn good. Fucking everything, yeah. Because if like, you hear like an, a jaguar in a cartoon, that's probably Frank Welker. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's done, he's done the animal sounds forever and ever. Yeah, he did. So he he was the voice of like the Gremlins and hmm. Gizmo and all kinds of shit. Yeah. And yeah, weird animal noises. Wasn't yeah, he the voice? Uh, I think he was the. I think he was like the voice, quote unquote, of the Predator as well. Really? I yeah. Didn't know that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like he does like those like, yeah. like weird animal sounds. <laughs> what is Proper it? Weird. Wow, I'm that was good. To do. Yeah, good. Yeah, that was decent. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't warm up. Didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't practice doing Jaguars before I come in here. You could have told me. <laughs> I could have been doing Jaguars out in the hallway while I'm waiting to do the show. <laughs> wow that was good i don't think it was a jaguar but it was something. i can't really do anything like that sadly I th- so one of the best things that i love about voice acting is when you go into voice act and you are locked in a room by yourself with a microphone and you get so fucking weird you get so fucking weird and in your body i do like, it's just like, it's like, all right, you need to be this guy. And like, I just, you, you get to transform because nobody can see you. So you can be as weird and as wild as you want with your body to get the sound you're looking for. And so, that's what I'm saying. You know, you just get weird and find some weird sounds. <laughs> Have I lost you, Robbie? Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, I didn't realize I was muted then. Um, I went. I actually went, <laughs> and then I said, uh, "What? There's, there's the sound. What could that be? I don't think it could be anything really." Why did you mute? Oh, because I was typing. But I guess oh. I was unmuted when I was typing. So you, you were. Heard the, I... You heard the typing anyway. I heard you typing, and then you you muted. So voice acting, you got to be unmuted. That's 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 the first thing they forget to teach you. Oh man, I'm learning so fast. <laughs> I was like, I was talking about like getting weird in the booth and really my passion for it, and there's just silence, and I'm like, ruh, ruh, ruh. <laughs> sorry, I was talking. Oh well, here we are. We're back. We're back in the room. We're back in the little voice room together. Yeah, yeah. And you get weird. So they give you a picture of a character, and it's like, all right, this is who you are. Yeah. I haven't gotten to be in a cartoon cartoon yet. Cartoon cartoon. Cartoon cartoon. That's cartoon that's a dream. And yeah. I mean uh motion capture for a game. Mm. 
Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah, a rock star game. Fully, I mean, yeah, fully like act out the role. Mm. I'd want to be a monster too. Get a fucking mocap suit on and be like a terrible dragon or <laughs> giant, some kind of colossus in fucking oh, mocap. We oh, need my to do God. that. We need to. We need to. We need to sign some game that help. Involve, we need amateur mocap. Yeah, we, that involves you getting into a mocap suit to Fuck yeah. cr- create a character. It's got to happen at some point. Someday. Yeah. That's the dream. Although I am getting dreadfully old, so... Nah. Damn. Nah. Never too old. Never too old. Never too old to mocap, that's what they say. So have you got any favourite, um, like, voice act... act voice uh, performances in video games? Or oh. Any of them? Yeah? Yeah. I mean, again, Rockstar. Uh, you know... Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, fucking Grand Theft Autos. Like, holy shit. You sold us out. No. I sold you out, Tommy. I sold you out. The real cash is upstairs in the safe. So, Tommy, what was the big plan? You think I'd just take the fake cash, save face, and run away with my tail between my legs? No. I just wanted to piss you off before I kill you. I mean, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote down uh, like a handful of uh, things that just came to mind mm. when I was thinking about, uh, yeah, great performances in games. And I just wrote GTA and didn't really have a specific one in mind because <laughs> I think yeah. they're all brilliant, really. I mean, yeah. perhaps the standout for me, I, I really liked in Grand Theft Auto Five. I yeah. really like uh, all of those guys. Yeah. Um, but I really, obviously, Ray Liotta and everyone in Vice <laughs> City is great because it's because it's it's really hammed up in that, obviously. But it's yeah. still like, but it feels like an eighties movie that you're playing, yeah. and that's like exactly what you want. Um, so that that's probably like my favorite that stands out for the GTA games. But they're all so good. Yeah, they're so good. Uh, for mocap, uh, Hellblade. Senior Sacrifice. Oh yeah, I think you talked about that once before as She's well. She's incredible. It's an incredible performance. Yeah. And you've seen like the videos of like the the ladies that were doing like Resident Evil, like the the people, all the actors, Resident Evil actors in their uh, in their mocap suits. It's so weird. It's so cool. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, for the new one. Yeah, yeah. Lady Dimitrescu and all of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's super weird, isn't it? Ah, love it. Love it. It's, it's so, so cool. cool. Yeah. Um, I... Oh, man. I hadn't even thought about Resident Evil, but of course, the <laughs> voice performances in the first Resident <laughs> Evil are fucking legendary. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Way of the Samurai 2 has some of the worst voice acting I've ever heard in anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Resident Evil's got to be pushing it. Yeah. I remember the beginning of Resident Evil 2 was like, ah, why'd he bite me? <laughs> yeah. Love that dumb shit. Barry, where's Barry? <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's probably... <laughs> and then Claire goes, Jill goes, no. <laughs> but there's like a 30 second gap. Oh, that's so good. Um, 
uh, oh god, there was another one I was going to say as well. Oh, uh, did you ever play Deadly Premonition? No. Oof. Well, I mean, like that. There was a sequel that came out recently on Switch that was just yeah. god awful. But the first game, the original game, um, was badly made, but mm-hmm. it was like just it was fascinating. It was uh, I loved it. Um, it was so janky and so broken and just really badly optimized in so many ways. But at the same time, it just did things that I'd never expect to see in a video game. And the voice acting in that is really wild. <laughs> it's got that Resident Evil kind of vibe to it, definitely. But like, there's a lot more dialogue in this game. Oh no! Um, yeah, and you you sit through some really strange stuff, but it's very good. One very of good. the the best uh, voice acting games, I think, is Quest for Glory Four. What's that one? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not Tome of Eternal Darkness. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, so Quest for Glory was an old Sierra series that was like, uh, King's Quest, but it was funnier. Okay. Uh, so you could still die fucking everywhere. And it had a little more involved, like, combat and stuff like that as the series right. progressed. The idea was that you were part of the Adventurer's Guild or some dumb shit. And it was very, like, cheeky. Like, it was like, oh, you received a pamphlet to join the Adventurer's Guild. Uh, but Quest for Glory 4... Uh, Shadows of Darkness. That was it. Uh, right. Is narrated by John John Re- Is it John or John Rees Davies? John Rees um, Davies. Yeah. John Rees Davies, and it's just it's. I mean, it's John Rees Davies yeah. as the fucking narrator, and you cannot get much better than that. And he like he nails all the jokes, and it's just so dumb. And then they've got voice acting for uh, for all the characters. Yeah. Uh, and it's all it's all pretty good, I think. I think anytime there's a kid, it's you know, like there's legs like a kid, and it's just like a woman doing a really high voice, um, <laughs> and that's a little goofy. Yeah. But uh, there's these three townspeople in uh, in the in the bar in the tavern of the town, and it's one guy doing a Jack Nicholson impression, one guy doing a um, well, I got no respect, no regard, neither. What is it? Uh, oh, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield impersonation, and then there's one other that I can't remember. But these three actors just keep going off script, <laughs> and they just kept it. Amazing. So sometimes, sometimes the text will say one thing, and they'll just be like, <laughs> fucking out there. Uh, and it's really good. It's a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of older because I think the natural it's natural now because the voice acting is so prevalent in games now yeah um it's easy to forget i've i found it quite easy to just forget about uh some of the older games that you know i first fell in love with voice acting so it's been a while since we talked about monkey island so i'll bring up monkey Mm. island as being Mm -hmm. one of my favorites um uh specifically guybrush i've just always really loved um his voice uh, and his performance um but also the um the used b- boat salesman oh fuck what's his name does so i don't i i mostly only remember the first one but they don't have voices in the first one but so yeah they, the guy whose mouth like moves really huge and his plaid suit doesn't move like the plaid on his suit doesn't yeah move. it's like stan isn't it or something um stan's boats stan yeah 
Stan S. Stanman. Previously, <laughs> Stan's previously owned vessels. That's it. Howdy! I'm Stan of Stan's previously owned vessels, and I'd stand on my head to make you a deal. What sort of craft are you looking for? Big, little, slow. You want it? I got it. And if I don't got it, I'll get it. I want to make you a deal that you're happy with. Because if you're not happy, I'm not happy. But I know you're going to leave here happy today. How do I know? Just look at all these ships. I've got something for everyone. Come, take a look around. Yeah, so the first two games didn't have voice acting. Yeah. Um, uh, they brought it in for Curse of Monkey Island, but then yeah. they retroactively voiced Monkey Island 1 and 2 when oh. they did the remaster. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if you play those versions with the new um, graphics, they have the voice acting as well. Nice. Yeah, so that was really fun, like being able to finally play those games with the voice actors from Curse of Monkey Island was really cool. Nice. It was just a nice way of tying them all back together again. Because I love Curse of Monkey Island. I, th- I feel like that it's one's forgotten. It's, I think it probably is my favourite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People will hate me for saying that, no doubt. No. But similarly, Broken Sword is another one. I really like voice the voice acting in point-and-click adventure games. Yeah, yeah. When oh, I think man. of like Beneath so, the Steel Sky and Flight of the Amazon Queen and yeah, Broken Sword, Monkey Island, uh, all of these the... games that yeah, just like I don't Detective. know. I guess they feel. I don't know what it is. They just they just have a different feeling about them. I don't know whether it's because you know the scenes are so static and stuff, and you've just got yeah. the characters like drawing away under um, a Killing Moon, something like that. There was a there was a series anyway. It was also one of those. FMV point and click games where like you're like all the conversations are with an FMV character. Sorry, I was just trying oh, to remember right. this game with like really like it was good voice acting. Like oh. so, you, you talked about how it's like kind of different now with like everybody being more aware of voice actors, and it's mm. really weird. Like because now there's Twitter and there's all these people that are like, "I'm a voice actor," and yeah. I'm like, oh, "Okay," <laughs> and it feels it feels weird. Like as like an actor. Who's yeah. been like, I'm going to do voice acting and like, cause it just, it was something I could do. I could, I could take with me. I didn't have to like commit to like huge travel arrangements yeah. uh, and it pays, you know, yeah. it's, it's a, it's an easier way to get paid. So like doing a play, you know, a lot of times people think that if you expect to be paid that, you know, that's something that's a defect in your character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I but I mean, they also don't make a lot of money doing plays. Yeah. I don't think not not on the small scale. I mean, same no. thing with films, right? Films are more are better about like being like, "We'll pay you something." Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, voice acting it's you know it's 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 a paid thing. Like you get paid to do a gig, and then you do it, and you've done it, and it's I don't know. Uh, it like I spent so much time doing very unglamorous work. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so much of, like, real voice work is, um, you know, instruction manuals. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, one of my fav- my one of my <laughs> f- first long-term gigs uh, was doing uh, 
educational materials like school books oh wow where i it was really cool it was really rewarding too like yeah, it was yeah. like i got to do I came in to do like these voices for these like you know plays or whatever where it was like you know oh I'll be you know this wizard or whatever and, and yeah. do stuff like that but uh but yeah like it was just a lot of like you know reading and like you know cars move in this direction on the road and stuff like that so I guess it's weird for me to see people and I don't know if it's jealousy, like if I'm being like, or if I'm gatekeeping. I mean, I don't obviously actively go out and be like, hey, fuck you, buddy. It's just like an <laughs> internal thing, right? Yeah. Where I'm just like, you're just, like, I just don't like, I, it's it's like if you've been, you know, yeah. It's like people stream and then they're like, oh, I'm a voice actor. And it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. Then these people aren't necessarily they haven't yeah they haven't honed their craft as an actor yeah. in any way they've uh, perhaps they just they like doing funny voices or whatever and they sure. maybe contributed uh, you know voice acting uh, or voiced some characters in some games but I but I agree I think there is a difference isn't there it's like um, because while some folks may have done that you know they may have you know um voiced a few characters in a few games here and there or something um that doesn't mean because my impression is that if you're a voice actor you can do a myriad different uh roles and genres and things like this like you were just talking about like you can do audiobooks or you know educational things or voiceovers for fucking dishwasher commercials <laughs> like there's a million See, but i don't do, do commercials this. sorry i fucking hate commercials oh I no don't do yeah commercials no that's like no i'm not saying you have to i'm just no, no, saying no, uh, so so i i, I yeah i don't I, like i don't want to say like if people only do like if someone's done voices in the games they've done voice acting like i like you, you know i mm, see i really don't want to gatekeep anything but it's it's just more of a thing where it's like yeah, I don't know. There's so many people saying it now and it, and being... I'm just watching the social media... Ver, the social media-lization... Right. ...of the thing where people are, like, putting on appearances of being a voice actor. And being a voice actor is now, like, a popular thing to do. Well, uh, yeah, so this is... And a, that's just, it's just weird. Yeah, so there are some instances I've noticed recently where... Um, uh, performers in video games who who you know voice characters um, are kind of almost uh, elevated to the you know to like the status of celebrity, which I find really strange. I mean, yeah, it's just I guess it's the like it's just a mainstreaming of things. Cause I mean, voice actors, yeah. you know, in yeah. cartoons have been popular and have been doing, you know, comic cons for tens of dozens of years. Sure. That's uh, true. Not tens of dozens, but you know what I mean? Like dozens yeah, and yeah, dozens yeah. of years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just one of those, like, I, I think it's a me thing. Like suddenly I'm embarrassed. I'm, my concern is that when I say I'm a voice actor, uh, cause someone asks what I do and I say, I'm a voice actor then it's so diluted by diluted by people who are 
I know what you just, mean. Just I know fucking mean. pretty people who. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. And uh, yeah, it's just you know, it's just a strange thing. And uh, you know, there's nothing to do about that. And there's nothing to, you know, obviously people do their own thing. And however, you know, they make their way in the world and find satisfaction and, you know, receive their kudos is is up to them. But uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a weird thing. Something that was. It's just wild that it's become so popular and it's become a thing. And it's like, huh, huh, all right, cool. Well, guess what, JM? That means you're popular, too. <laughs> I'm not, though. That's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> but that's what we're here. We're telling, we're, like, people know this now. It's out there. I think I'm more qualified than the successes in my industry. That's all I'm <laughs> saying, Robbie. I'm saying. Well, I, I mean, I no, I firmly agree, and um, <laughs> I think everybody should go on Twitter right now and uh, and say, "Hey, how, did you see the Devolver Tumba Time trailer? Do you know the voice actor for that game, JM Spect? You yeah, can tag it's... you can tag him on Twitter. No, like this guy fucking is great. He should get more work, no. and then and then you get more work, <laughs> and then you see, win an award. Is that how? It, see, that's that's a strange way for it to work. That's the way I'm assuming it works. I don't know who casts. Uh, I don't know who casts mocap actors. No, I don't know how that works actually. Well, I guess it's like, like because that will all be handled by the studio, you know, yeah. that, are, that are making the game or whatever. So, um, yeah, do they do it like through normal talent just... agencies and stuff? I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah, I guess. I guess maybe. Yeah, if they're looking for a certain type of actor, certain type yeah. of performance or whatever. Yeah, I don't really know too much about that, how that works, but you're right. It probably is just the same as like a normal casting process, isn't it? Yeah. Can't just bust into a studio and be like, let me be a cave troll. <laughs> well, you could. That would work on me if you were dressed up as well. <laughs> but just covered in ping pong balls already. Like I just yeah. show up with ping pong balls glued to my body. Ah. <laughs> oh. Uh, another oh, another um, video game series that I really like for the performances is Metal Gear Solid. Mm, I figured that I really, one was going to come up. Yeah, I really love those ones, and I it still pains me that um, Kiefer Sutherland was cast as Snake in Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh yeah. They changed the voice actor. Yeah. So spoilers, were... spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But so in that game, you play um, Punished Snake or Venom Snake, um, who is a clone. Well, he's not. Sorry, he's not a clone of Big Boss, but he he was Big Boss's like right hand man. He was his medic, um, and uh, when uh, you get blown up in a helicopter at the start um you wake up in hospital years later um and then you escape and you get picked up by ocelot and stuff and and your snake your your big boss sorry your big boss um 
and uh, you play through the whole game, you're Big Boss, and then at the end, <laughs> you find out that you're not Big Boss. You uh, were um, basically... Um, you you had, like, surgery, you know, um, when you were in hospital, before you woke up, you were basically... Uh, you were put out there as, like, a dummy Big Boss. So... Um, and the real big boss is somewhere else entirely. So because and so because Snake is a clone of the real big boss, they have the same voice, which is David Ayer, which runs through all of uh, those uh, those iterations of the character. But because so, so you're not so because you're not you're a completely different guy. You just happen to look like Big Boss and uh, slash Snake in Metal Gear Solid 5 so Kiefer Sutherland is the voice actor but they didn't obviously nobody knew this when they first released the game and first announced the game and revealed that Kiefer Sutherland was the voice actor so everyone was just like pissed off because <laughs> it was like why is Kiefer Sutherland voicing Snake like this is bullshit and, uh, and nobody could like say anything about it because it was like well it's kind of so, kind of has a lot to do with there being a massive spoiler in the game for it. Yeah. Um, That's pretty slick, though. Yeah. I also didn't understand any of the middle of that story. Oh, okay. uh, well, I mean, <laughs> just, I'm just, just blame Kojima for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Kojima. Um, but yeah, and also like he he must have recorded total twenty minutes of dialogue for that entire game. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, he barely even has any as lines. the main playable character. Yeah, all the other characters do all the talking. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that's the opposite of like you know, Red Dead Redemption Two, where yeah. that fucking guy is in every scene and talks yeah. in almost every scene. <laughs> um. Troy, what's his name? Troy Baker, that guy who does all the voices. Oh, who? Troy Baker. He, he's he. Well, anyway, he he played Ocelot in uh, oh, nice. Solid Five, and he talked. He does a lot of the talking, and he was good. Like he was a good character, yeah. um, and he seems pretty. He seems quite good. He does lots of different characters, doesn't he? Robbie, I can't remember her name, but Glados. Oh yeah. She's I can't remember her name either. So good. And the yeah, director's Gladys. commentary of uh Portal. If you haven't played it, I recommend playing Portal with director's commentary with like creator commentary or whatever because it's really amazing. Uh and they talk about like it's it's just a class on how to do level design. Uh, <laughs> but um there are scenes with her and she talks about like the direction that she was given on that role and like how to say the lines and she just absolutely loved it and she's, you know, I think she was in her fifties or something like that. Like a like a just her, she's so good. Her she's name is Ellen so McLean. Ellen McLean. Ellen she's, McLean, yeah. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um you know, they they put those effects on her, but like there's so much like like she she packs she packs so much emotion into a very neutral tone and it's incredible. Mm. Like she really lets the malice like 
I don't know. It's it's wonderful. I'm just looking at her Wikipedia here, and apparently she also played the witch in Left for Dead and Left for Dead <gasps> 2. <laughs> oh, the witch is the fucking worst, man. Yeah. I fucking hate the witches. Oh, my God. That's incredible. That's amazing, That's incredible. <laughs> oh, man. They've got that new, like, game made by the people that made Left for Dead, and I'm like, just give me Left for Dead. Back for I blood, just want yeah. P- yeah, Back for It just looks so... Like, it looks... Well, it it's just like looks like the, a ripoff. <laughs> it, it looks like a shitty ripoff of Left 4 yeah. Dead. Like so like, ridiculous. Oh, the the super duper duper. I like, <laughs> don't fucking need that, man. Like, I want like I want to be terrified and miserable and small. And like these zombies don't have to. Like the tank was big enough. Like that thing was fucking huge. Um. um well, staying on the uh, the the portal tip. Mm. Uh. Obviously, I really loved Stephen Merchant as well as Wheatley. Oh, yeah. In Portal 2. Yeah. He was, yeah. What was his name? Oh, he was so good. Wheatley. Wheatley. And then, um, what's his name who I can never remember who's really good, uh, who did the voice of the the, the Aperture Lab CEO? Uh, Uh, JT, J... Oh. Something. Uh... You know, he plays the uh, newspaper yeah, guy in Spider Man. Yeah. J.K. Will J.K. J. Williams? No, is it J.K.? It's close. It's close. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. There it is. <laughs> J.K. Simmons. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. always get so he. Yeah. So he's another voice that I always forget his name, but he's always in a lot of stuff. The other and one, he's always which I, great. I managed to write down, um, so I didn't forget it was uh, Keith David as well. I really love. Who's him. that? Uh, so he 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 was in They Live. Remember okay. They Live. Um, so he's the he's the the guy who has the fight with Rowdy Roddy Piper over the glasses. Okay. Um, and uh, I think he may have been in some other John Carpenter films as well. But he has done a ton <gasps> of. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Keith David. In, yes. Yeah, he's in Mass Effect and yeah, uh, yeah. He's Gears got a of great War, voice. I think, and yeah, he's in like a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's great. He's, yeah, I mean, so people like like Maurice LaMarche uh, and uh, Tress McNeil are in like every fucking cartoon. Yeah, uh, like those are the people. Those are the people whose careers I admire and like really want to. That's that's what I. I mean, that's that's the dream, right? Is to just yeah, do that they, shit. They just work and on a ton of different stuff. Be in everything. Get to do yeah, so yeah. many different voices. Get to be. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. Absolute fucking legends. Uh, I can't remember her name. She's got a like a, a name. Like she's got a noun for a name. Uh, it's the movie um, in a world is really good. Um, oh right, I've not heard of that. In a world is um, is it's not like really, in a space, is it? No, it's not like in a space. It's about <laughs> voice acting, but it's not like it's not like documentary. It's more like kind of experiential, and it's really really good writing. Oh okay, right and. Uh, and like really smart and really funny and uh but her voice is great and she does the voice of poison ivy in the new mm. harley quinn cartoon mm. um and you know we glanced off of mark hamill at the beginning there but uh mark hamill's joker uh yeah. is fucking huge his work I mean, on like regular show yeah uh, uh metalocalypse i yeah. was always stoked when he was on metalocalypse yeah me too um, but, um yeah his joker is yeah i mean i think in terms of not only pure fan service but for me 
as a as someone that loves video games loves comic books loves animation and you know and loves batman when arkham asylum uh came out and you had mark hamill as the joker and kevin conroy as batman it it was pretty much like video game perfection (laughs) (laughs) like for that for that character you know for batman yeah, well, um, and Kevin Conroy, you know, I was going to make it, you know, because you said some people only do one voice, but Kevin Conroy does two voices. Yes. He does Batman, and, and he, he does, does Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> yeah. And most people only do one or the other. Yeah. You know, like, like they'll or, get Batman right, but then Bruce Wayne doesn't yeah, sound yeah. believable or whatever. Yes. And he gets them both. They're both their own person, but they're both, like, it's... Well, yeah, they they... they, they he he sounds like two different versions of the same man which is exactly yeah. what batman is which is really cool um yeah, yeah. I and hate I mean, all the voice just... acting in the chris nolan batman films sorry christopher nolan chris nolan batman movies i don't like the voices in those at all no no the vo- no <laughs> no fucking Dreadful. terrible bane fuck me oh did you have you seen the harley quinn cartoon no i did see a trailer for it though the first um, season's pretty good. Yeah, is it and Harley? Is it Harley Quinn and? I think it was just girl Harley or something. I think uh, it was just uh, Harley Quinn at, at well, first. Maybe I saw a trailer for a different one. They might have. They might have. Done I think one, there's. But... I think there's a few. I think DC have done a, a few cartoons recently. Yeah, Alan Tudyk does the Joker in that one. He does a pretty good Joker. Oh, I like Alan uh, Tudyk. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's good. Um. Yeah, but but that Batman arkham games i mean i'd probably say they're my favorite game performances but you know i'm biased it's it's like of course they are because it's mark hamill and kevin conroy's batman and the joker yeah. it's like for me that can't be topped <laughs> you know um yeah. so yeah i mean definitely you should there. play hellblade <laughs> no yeah i should but i think you should... specifically you know for me being a batman fan and everything no but i mean i know God, but like, so like i'm a huge batman fan you know animated series mm-hmm. you know was my personality for a while right <laughs> uh and uh but like the like if you like what like what's good and dark about you know animated series and stuff like the the voice acting the narration um is is just so incredible on uh in uh in in hellblade cool yeah voice acting so cool it is so much of it it is um commercials are the goddamn devil though robbie they talk to you like you're fucking stupid they talk to you like you're stupid and you're not enough and i fucking hate commercials yeah I fucking I can't. Some of them I are good though, aren't they? Remember that one? What's up? That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what I mean. Uh, I mean more like you know. I like, know. You know. I know. But what's I do funny really, about I do really like those disclaimer voiceovers on. Oh, disclaimers are you great. Always do, yeah. I did a disclaimer for the uh, for Tumble Time, and I sent it to Nigel, but he didn't use it. Oh, uh, boohoo! Uh, it'll <laughs> it'll turn up somewhere. Um, oh shucks. Oh shucks! What was I gonna say? Don't know. Oh, commercials, voices, 
hate the voices. Oh, the funny thing about auditioning for commercials is they always say that they want you to sound like an, they don't always. Sometimes they go for an announcer voice, right? But right. they're always like they just just a normal person like talking to their friends. And I remember right. there's one where I was like just a normal guy talking to his friends, nothing weird, nothing commercially or anything yeah, like yeah. that. But uh, then the lines are like, you know, hey man, uh, did you know that uh, Selton Blue will get rid of 98 percent of your dandruff? <laughs> And it's like, eat shit. Nobody fucking talks like that. And that's the whole thing about doing commercial voices is you like you make your voice like weird. I took a class once. I went and I had a I had a private lesson and I, I think I only went once or twice. And it was this actress whom I'd worked with in a short film years before, and she was really good. And she really like taught me how to do it right and like get the voice like there's a way like when you do a commercial voice there's a way to do it right where yeah. your cadence is a certain way and yeah. you like do do like you hit the threes and uh and it was she got me to do it and I could feel myself resisting it and I she got me to where I did it and I heard it and I'm like oh that is it that is correct that is the way it sounds wow. I can't do this I hate it <laughs> yeah yeah are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Get a loan that you can't possibly pay for from Down Home Loans. One last thing I will say about, uh, uh, yeah, training your voice or learning to um, use your voice in different ways. Uh, did you know that Steve-O from Jackass uh, never learnt to talk correctly? <laughs> as, as in, he, he, you know, he has that raspy voice. Yeah. So that's because he he never learned to use he never learned to use his vocal cords. <laughs> what? There's a video on YouTube where Steve O talks about this. He got diagnosed. He went to a doctor about it because he was self-conscious about it. So he's like clean now, right? He doesn't do he doesn't drink anymore. Uh -huh. He doesn't do any drugs or anything like that. And he started to like get healthy and he got self-conscious about his voice he thought he'd fucked his voice up basically uh -huh. from all of his years of partying and he, he was worried about it so he went to a doctor and they basically found out that he he uses a muscle in his throat to to form the sounds and not his vocal cords so like he, he managed to like fuck up talking his entire life <laughs> And now, now he, now he has voice coaching where he learns how to use his vocal cords. Fascinating. <laughs> it's absolutely. Yeah, I mean, mental. there's all kinds of different ways you can do. It. I mean, there's what is the the that's that's wild. There's the yeah. the Mongolian throat singing. Yeah, yeah. You hit two notes at once. It's yeah. an incredible instrument. It is, and it is an instrument, isn't it? There, are, there's a lot going on down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That was a fascinating chat about voice acting. I hope so. I enjoyed it. It was good. Jolly Got good. To, uh, reminded myself about loads of games that I need to play again now. Oh just yeah, to, you just need to, to play Hellblade. Enjoy, just to enjoy the performances. Yeah, I know. Everybody I need to play that. Needs to play Hellblade. It's only like three or four hours. 
<laughs> okay. Well, now E three is out of the what way. Maybe I'll have some time Robbie, to play some of these games. Robbie, are you voice what about acting? ASMR. What about ASMR? Don't do ASMR at me. Robbie, that's the worst kind of voice acting. If you if you're yelling, you're fucking it up for everybody. Just visit us at forecast Now that's what I call content. Oh. <laughs> wow.